come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news, tips, and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And welcome is what Bon Beanie means. I said thank you. I did it right that time. I know. Uh, welcome to this episode of Fantastic Cruising, where we are going to go over our recent cruise on the Carnival Paradise. But before we do, we were on last week, and um, we had already cruised, but... We didn't talk about it because it was the Helping Hands for Cruising Cruisathon. Helping Hands for Cruising. Cruising. Helping Hands for Cruising. Cruising. See, I could do I could do the song too, right? Okay, don't answer that. Anyway, uh, just wanted to say that thank you to everyone who supported and continues to support Helping Hands for Cruising. We did earn some money. Did you write that number down? I sure did. Look at that. Right there. $1,626.75. That's in U.S. dollars. It sounds even more impressive in Australian dollars, like $2,341. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's awesome. So that is going to help us get somebody cruising that would not normally have the opportunity to do that. So thank you for donating. Uh, you do not have to only donate during our cruise-a-thons. You can donate anytime. You can look at the – it's in the show notes of our podcast, maybe not. Maybe Meg will put the thing in the chat, but also you can go. I need I need to add that link. You can I? go to Helping Hands for Cruising <laughs> on YouTube. You can go to it on Facebook. I have the Facebook link in the show. You can shout go outs. to the website. If you just search Helping Hands for Cruising, you are going to find that. And if you can't, send us an email at fantasticcruising at gmail.com, and we will get you that link if you have any issues at all with that. We would love, love, love for you to help us help people the cruise, we are going to go on our group cruise in March of next year. Yes. You have it up already? <laughs> it was not the South Park song, uh, Kevin. Um, what? This one? No, that one. Yes, I was I was looking at Kevin's I comment see that. about comparing my sound, to, or maybe yours too. So. Happy hands for cruising. Cruising. That's like the Cartman version. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah, our group cruise is uh, March of 2023 uh, on the Carnival Pride going out of Tampa to where, Matt? It's going to Grand Cayman, Mahogany Bay, Roatan in Honduras, Belize in Belize, and Cozumel in Quintana Roo, Mexico. And, uh, Matt, how can that be booked? And if you book now, you get a free set of Ginsu Nye. No, that's not true. That's that's not true. You can you can simply send an email to fantastictravel at gmail.com. That's fantastictravel at gmail.com for all your travel needs. That's well, right. If, if you're cruising. If you have other travel needs, don't don't send us an email because we won't be able to help you. Yeah, <laughs> at least not yet. I need to learn how to book like all the cruises, and then I can learn how to book non cruises. Um, 
Thank you, Kenny. Kenny, who is our first recipient of Helping Hands for Cruising, going on the group cruise we will be going on in October, which is getting closer and closer. You know how many days, man? And Kenny is is uh, awesome, always helping spread the love. Appreciate that. Do appreciate There's that. 112 days. 112 days, 15 hours, and 25 minutes. As of this very moment. You know what? It's going to be super exciting when that goes below 100. When it gets into double digits yeah, instead of triple digits. And we're getting close. I know the Downer to Cruises are going to be celebrating that. 112 days, he said right there. Yeah. Boop. 112 days. And that is the cruise um, that is going out of Miami. And it's going to Bonaire, Aruba, and two ports to the Dominican Republic. Right? La Romana and Amber Cove. Yeah. So that is going to be a good cruise. Not only because it's on the Carnival Horizon, which ours is on the Carnival Pride, not only because the Horizon is an awesome ship, but also because those port stops are awesome, specifically Aruba and Bonaire, but also because there are a whole mess of people going on this cruise. A whole mess of people. Not just us. Not just down in the cruisers. There are a lot of people going on this like cruise. Like everyone. Like. Almost. It's like 20... 30 people. I don't even know. It's a lot of people and, and uh, lots of good people that you can meet and interact with and make some new friends, but that's always fun. So yes. And you can meet Meg, but she won't be on the cruise. She'll be on our cruise because she likes us more, Sean, but she won't be on that cruise, but she will be there for the meetup the night before. And hopefully the morning before, because we probably won't get there until the wee hours of the morning. On or not night. Or night. Yeah. It it'll be, be late. Yeah. It be late. It'll be late. 21 cabins is what Meg says. Oh, that's a lot. 21 cabins. Figure double occupancy at least for most of those. A few exceptions, but maybe some that are over two. I don't know. So that's, yeah, that's like 42 people. 42, Mm -hmm. it's the answer to the question. Life, the universe, and everything. That's right. Yes. So. Stacy um, has eight days until their celebrity, celebrity eclipse. equinox going to Alaska. That says that says eclipse, what? not equinox. Yes, the eclipse, celebrity eclipse. Twenty-four channels, twenty-one cabins, forty-five people. That's awesome. That's fantastic. We'll give that a fantastic. Twenty-four so, channels, twenty. So that means channels are are cabining up. Yes, yes. So if you are interested in going on that group cruise. Um, you need to contact Cindy Spiker. She is booking that cruise. And I don't know if <laughs> freaking mice. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, I don't know if Meg, if you have the link, sorry to put the pressure on you. Do you have the link, Meg? Um, but, um, or Sean, if you can throw the email up there or just go over to the helping hands for cruising, any of the sites and, uh, or shoot us an email and we will get you the contact information so you can get booked on that cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Anything else that you want to share at the moment? I don't think so. I think that's I think that's the kit and caboodle. Anything of it. happened this week that we wanted to talk about? I mean, other than me having to quarantine. Did you of COVID? Did you want to talk about that? I guess oh, I so. Wanna, since you said it in public, it's a little late now. <laughs> no. Oh, there's Cindy's email. Cindy at Cindy Spiker Travels dot com. She will set you up for that cruise. Uh, good people. So, uh, yeah, I had COVID and, you know, I mean, I'm boosted and all that stuff. I'm double boosted, but you didn't get it. You're only single boosted, which kind of 
ticks me off. But uh, but I'm glad you didn't get it, really. Though. <laughs> At least not yet. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, it's not over I yet. Think, I know, but hopefully You're it probably is. Past, past your like virus shed, I right? should be because I'm out of quarantine. Right, tomorrow. that's that's true. And technically, I'm out of quarantine now if I go. Anyway, but, yeah. Wasn't too bad. Um, so that's been my week. Yeah, I've been staying at home. Playing lots of video games. Playing a lot of video games. And I've been working, making the money. Making me feel bad about it every second of the day. Wow. <laughs> I haven't had time to make you feel bad about it because I've been working so hard. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here we go. If you want to go on the next group cruise, contact Cindy, and there's a Facebook address. Um, the dates and all that good stuff. Uh, yes, Meg is faster than you, Sean. So coming all the way from down under. Yeah, that's that's not how that works. All right, but let's let's talk about the paradise. Let's talk about it. Talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. Paradise. <laughs> Just thought I'd add that in. Okay. Um oh yes, Meg, remind me of that if and I'll tell you. Um Okay, so we went on the Carnival Paradise. We did. We left uh, on a Thursday. Yep. So we worked Wednesday. It's, it left out of Tampa, so we literally drove to work on Thursday morning. But we didn't go to work. We got on a cruise ship. Yeah. Because it's the same. Our parking lot at work is closer than the cruise parking lots to well. the ship. Still, I mean, we still had to walk around. Yeah, though. that's because there's lots like construction. construction it's horrible. There. But, but, but um, still nice because we don't have to pay for that parking for us. So that's right. good. That works out well for the two of us. And um, yeah, so we got on the Paradise. It's a four night cruise. And um, yeah, what do you, where, where do you want to start? Um, did so let's back up a little bit. Um, beep, beep. We we had to get. COVID tested, of course, but yes. before, um, did we talk about the debacle with that? No, it wasn't We're, that big. Of a it wasn't, time. but it kind of added a, We're, a look, minute we've, of stress. We've, we've had it easy. I know we have. Because there's a TGH, which is Tampa General Hospital, like walk-in clinic. And every cruise we've been on since COVID, which is. Well, except the Mardi Gras. Except the Mardi Gras and Virgin. Right. Well, we did it for Virgin too. We didn't do it for Virgin because we did it there oh, on site right, for right, Virgin. Right, right, right. The Hall in America, we did it, but then they did it again at the port. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, um, it hasn't cost us anything. We've been able to make an appointment and on our lunch break, walk down, get tested, and come back. Yeah. So that's been very convenient, but it didn't work out this time. We made our appointment. And yep. then what happened? And then I got a call. And they were like, hey, you have this appointment and uh, we're closing our location for two weeks. So you can't do it. Um, do you want to make a new appointment at some other location? And I'm like, no. That was like two days before, the day before, wasn't it? It was the day after we made our appointments. Oh, okay. So it was, it was a, okay. a week away. We made our appointments one week before we needed we it. Time. Yeah. But still. But so I just I just said no because I was flustered. We had just left work. We were walking to the car and I was like, no. And then of course they were probably gonna call Matt next. So I was like, you probably have Matt 
also on your list. Don't call him. He's right next to me. I'll let him know. <laughs> um, so they had to close down two locations for a couple weeks, I think, due to staffing and stuff. Yeah, they had some um, staff issues. I'm so, not sure if it was sickness, though. It sounded like there was some something else going on. Going yeah. On. So we we looked into like the CVS and the Walgreens and like some other options. And I think once we got home, we were like, well, why don't we see if there's another one of these TGH fast tracks around? Because that's easy. And there's one that's uh, just up the road from us a little yeah. bit. Um, and they closed late enough that we could get Yep, they closed at like like 7 or 8 or something like that, or yeah. 9. I don't know. It was later. So um, they had appointments for after work. So we we came home, had dinner, and then went and got our appointments. So it, it worked out. Yeah. But for a minute, we were like... A little bit of stress. I'll be glad when we... Like, I, I'm all... I'm cool with having a test if that's what we need to do. But I'll be glad when we don't <laughs> have to do that anymore because it's... And, and, and it was kind of stressful because we got in there, right? So we pull into the parking lot and there's like a nerdy needs gaming store there. So we knew where that was, but it's not a lot in this plaza, but the parking lot was like full. And I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be a bunch of sick people in the health clinic. We walk in, there's nobody in there, nobody in there at all. And then we go up and we say, hey, you know, we're here for the test, blah, blah, blah. They give us the clipboards, fill out. And then um, in walks this lady and she's mashed up. We well, have to be mashed up in the waiting room there, but she's like coughing and hacking and she goes up to the desk and, you know, we can hear the conversation because there's nobody else in the office and they're like, Oh, what's the problem? And she's, she's like, I have a sore throat and I'm sneezing and I'm coughing and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think, I think she said, I have a lot of issues right yeah, now. Yeah. I think those were the words that and she I'm used. Like, oh my God. We're going to get COVID getting tested for COVID. Like this sucks. And then somebody else came in, which you didn't even see that person, but this other lady came in. I was in, too busy watching the other one. And she was sick too. And so, and then she sat down. Fortunately, they sat, you know, across the waiting room yeah. from us, but still I'm thinking like, yeah. But anyway, that was fine. Um, I don't think we got COVID from them. So. No, Meg, we did not pay for the test. They are still no. covered under insurance for us, at yes. least at this location. Yeah. We haven't paid for a test yet. Nope. Even our, like we've been taking a lot of at-home tests this week. And even though all those we've gotten for free. So, yeah, because again, with insurance, we get so many tests free per month. Yeah, and then the government has sent the ones. Um, yes, Mallory, those other people were masked. Yeah, they were masked. Everybody was required to wear a mask in that waiting yeah. room. So, but still, um, like most of the time you go to TGH because you don't feel well or something's wrong. In our case, we're going in there, we're fine. We're trying to verify that we're fine. So then when you see like sick people, you're like, yeah, get away from me, sick people. I don't yeah. want you to get me sick. Because it was just enough time that I'm like, oh, great. Symptoms will show up like on the second day of the cruise. So, uh, But that didn't happen. Yeah. Stacy says so. they order the Binex Now home test. Yeah, we um, we thought about that. Mm -hmm. But if we can do them for free. Right then yeah. that's what we choose to and do. It's been, it's worked really well. Yeah. The funny thing is the doctor at the location that we went to is the doctor that we've had before at the downtown location. Yeah. He like recognized us. He's like, Oh, you're going on another cruise. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. And that's how we know there was some employee. Yeah. Stuff 
happening. He didn't give us, he didn't get into details or anything, but the just the way he framed the sentence, I was like, oh, there's some drama going yeah. on there or something. He was like, but, I can't wait to get back to the other location. Yeah. So anyways, back to the cruise itself. So um, that was a very serious look. I, I was just being dramatically emphasizing my. Okay. Um, so Fortnite cruise. You want to talk about where it went and stuff, or you want to just start at the beginning and work our way through it? Let's start at the beginning and work our way through it. All right. You want to yeah. talk about getting on the ship? Like, or does that matter? Just oh, getting on the ship. Oh, well, let's talk about if you ever sail on Carnival out of Tampa, there's a good chance that you will have a gentleman in the waiting area. And I cannot remember his name, but he said it and he said, it. Oh, uh, Brian with an eye. Brian with an eye. Yes. Brian with an eye. Um, this man is hilarious, and he makes your waiting time um, a lot less unpleasant, and he's just entertaining. He tells people, he goes on the intercom, and he's like, hey, if anybody uh, look at your cruise card right now, and if it's blue, that means this is your first cruise, I'm going to give you some free tips. If this is your first cruise, all you have to do is go up to any of the servers in the uh, buffet and tell them that Brian with an I sent you and you will get free ice cream. Why am I doing this when I've got an actual microphone? <laughs> you will get free ice cream for the entirety of the cruise, which, you know, obviously is funny. So, but he was, yeah, he's a hoot. Yes. He's a hoot. I he's hope got he's some on, energy. That's for sure. Yeah. I hope he's on when we do our group cruise out of there. Yeah. And we can have some fun with that. But anyway, we'll have to see if, um, with our, if our friends that work there know him, I'm sure they do. Oh, I'm sure. So we got on the ship pretty hassle-free. We um, got on like 11, I think, around 11 o'clock. Um, yes, I think right about 11 because we were we had the 10 o'clock arrival time um, and we got right through all the security checks and stuff. What was weird is when we went through the security check, we both had hats on and they told us to take off the hat, like not just kind of lift it up, but like fully take it off. And like the guy like checked the seams. That's the thing they do. I've never seen that happen before. I wear hats a lot. That so it's places because, do that. Of all the cruises that we've been on together, that's the first time that's happened to me. No, that and that they do that to me when we go to Universal. They do that. Oh, to really? Me at the airport. Yeah. Interesting. Because okay. people hide stuff in there. I, I mean, I believe we're that. We're going to cover that topic. Um, huh. anyway, um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was weird because I've never seen that, but mm -hmm. I, apparently it's a thing, and I'm just dumb. Um. Okay, so. What did we do that was out of character for us on this cruise? Oh, we got the drink package. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, we did. We got the drink package because four-night cruise, you know, why not? It was about – well, they just raised the price. We didn't get it until the last minute before the cruise, so we paid the higher price, which was like 60 bucks. It's person. It's $59.95. 60 bucks. However, that's if you buy it before you get on the ship. If you yes. buy it when you get on the ship – it's like 65 Right. But 95. a few months ago, so it was cheaper. But, it, yes. Yeah. But what I'm saying is on the ship, it's another $5 right, more. Right. If you're going to get the drink package, so, you buy it before you sail. I mean, that's that's $5 per person per day. Right, so, so that's, that's another $40. Right. If it's two people. If it's cabin. two people. Yeah. yeah. Just, so, just throwing that out there. My neck is clicking. It's really weird. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we did the math. Uh, assuming that an average drink costs... I think 10, we had about ten fifty or something like that. Yeah. With, with gratuities and all that. We figured we had to drink 
and this is not a big secret. People know this. You have to drink about five drinks a day to break even on, on average. I mean, it, it depends on what you're drinking and you can drink like specialty coffees and sodas and that kind of messes with the math a little bit. But on average, we figure, hey, if we drink five, like real, not real, but like fun-ish. Like five alcohol, pina coladas. Yeah. Then we'll we'll break even. So yeah, we can we can do that, right? That's not that's not a lot. We only have one port day in Cozumel and um two sea days, which I guess now we've we've spilled the beans. We've told everyone what the cruise was. Well, I mean, um yeah, that would be expensive for a beer drinker because beers are cheaper, but you can drink more beers, to be fair. That's true. Like one hard liquor drink is equal to probably like two or three beers. Depend if you're drinking like like the seltzer beers, like Bud Light or something, you could drink like 23 of those. Well, yeah. you can't on Carnival. You can only have 15, but, right. uh, but those are like, yeah, but, but we don't drink that. Cause we like flavor. We, I do like beer, but if I drink beer, it'd be like Guinness or something. And yeah, I could still drink more of those than I could like pina coladas, yeah. but I'm still not going to drink 15 beers not this, not, not no. anymore. Not this point in my life. That's not so, really so the point of this is we have to drink five a day each yes. to break even, which seemed reasonable. Seem seems reasonable. So we did it. Well, we, well, we, we pay, we yeah. bought the drink package. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do it. We, um, we didn't, we missed it by oh, quite a bit actually. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the first day we rocked it. Yeah. However, well, here's we, here's the thing. We, is, we broke even on the first day. Here's the thing. When it. you're when you're in port, like on the first day before you leave, you're still paying taxes. Yeah. So international. Wildlife. So although we had the drink package and our drinks were covered, um, we still racked up about eight dollars in taxes total for the two of us well yeah yeah and that was for like probably four drinks each or something three drinks each something like that something yeah it wasn't horrible but yeah um so you at least had meg's asking well you at least had waters correct i mean you can get water for free you can get bottled water we get bottled water for free for being like gold members or we get a, a large bottle large, of yeah, water yeah. yeah um but i'm okay drinking i'm don't have a problem drinking water. i know some people yeah. are funny but we could also water. because of the drink package we could go up to a bar and get yeah. a bottle of water we were filling our water we bought our water bottles we did we yeah our water bottles um which worked out fine but anyway we probably will never get the drink package again because well this is our second time trying it we did and, and the first time we failed us as well yeah so I think we know now, and We've it was a short cruise too. Two, two different cruise lines, yeah. Drink package fail on both. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, the the advantage is, like, I don't worry about it. Like, if I don't have the drink package, every time I get a drink, I'm like, oh, how much? What's my tab up to now? Which is stupid because it would never be the amount that we pay for the drink package. But I already paid for the drink package, so I know what that is. Um. So that, that is nice. And for some people may drink enough to make that worth it. Some people do drink enough to make that worth it. We are not those. We are not those people. But uh, <laughs> but it was fun to try. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so, so yeah. So then the cool thing about sailing out of Tampa is that, well, one, um, you get to see the Florida Aquarium behind the scenes. So... 
you know, this is where we work. And uh, you can see like the dome, the that's kind of what the Florida Aquarium is known for. That's where our wetlands habitat is, our wetlands galleries. Those white um, tanks that you see down near the, the parking lot, the, uh, the pier, I should say, th those are our filter yard. So that's where a lot of our major filtration is done for our coral reef habitat and a lot of our other big habitats, which um, if you look kind of to the left of the dome, you can kind of see an awning. That's where our coral reef is. And then this back area, there is a, um, a, a kind of a whitish roofed building that the one with the tree sticking up right in front of it, right in the middle of yeah. it. And it's the, the furthest right kind of top of that. That's what we call area D. That's where our offices are. So that's where we spend a lot of time when we're not in the aquarium itself. But anyway, kind of a cool view. So if you guys are on the cruise with us out of Tampa, then we can, we can give you more fun information. Um, and then, and then we're sailing out. Right. And the, so a fun thing is you technically have phone coverage until you're in international water. So although it may be spotty, but Tampa Bay takes like two hours to get to mm -hmm. the end of it. Yeah. So we left it like we left late. We left at like five. Yeah, we were so delayed. Usually, that there ship was, is usually gone. By there was four. like some some like police boat stuff going weird, on. There was weirdness uh, happening. Yeah. So um, our friends Stacy and Gina, they they sent us a text and they're like, hey, we're watching the. The port cam, which the port cam is on the Marriott, which is that tall building on the right of the canal here. Um, you can see the the starship ship there. You can do like dinners on that. You can see the aquarium boat in front of that World War II Museum merchant marine vessel. And then the Marriott, you can see a little M on it. And so they took a screenshot and look at that. There we are. You see me wearing not this pink shirt, but a pink shirt and Kimber wearing her. I think it was your, was it your fantastic cruising dive shirt dive yep. shirt there. So that was zoomed in on the screen capture of the camera. So thank you, Stacy, for uh, sending us that. That's kind of cool to yeah. see that. Yeah. And then, and then we started sailing out into Tampa Bay. Yes. So. And, uh, you didn't take a picture, no, because we tried to record and say the Skyway. Yeah, we did some video. I haven't, we haven't edited any of it yet. But we attempted to like do it live, but yeah, that we failed. Really, it didn't really work very well. We lost our internet right at the <laughs> right at the key moment, and um, we got a little bit of it on there. But anyway, yeah, we got a video of it, so eventually we'll we'll get that edited and put up someday. We hopefully. still have our last four cruises to edit, but yeah, that's beside the point. Yeah. Anyway. Um, going under the Skyway Bridge, though, is a pretty cool experience. It doesn't look like the ship's going to make it underneath the Skyway Bridge, but obviously it does. It does limit the size of ships that can go in and out of Tampa Bay. So that is a factor to keep in mind if you are sailing out of, uh, out of Tampa Bay. But it's kind of cool, too. You know, it's, it's, it's a unique attribute to sailing from Tampa. Yeah. So, um, Matt, what was your first drink that you got on the cruise? Um, I, it was something from the rum bar. I don't remember what it was called though. It had a fancy name. Um, we wrote it down, didn't we? we no. no, we videoed it. Yeah. We had to make that video too. Oh yeah. That's going to be a so fun there, video. We did a video. We tried to do a video the first day of all the drinks we had. 
So that that'll be entertaining. But um, I can tell you what you had. It was the rum bar that we went to first. Are yeah, you sure? I'm sure. Okay. I believe you. I was just making it sure. Was that red something. I know. I'm just trying to get it so that I can actually read no. it because it's all blurry. So, yeah. So we sail into the Skyway Bridge and then, um, and that was our first day. We went to dinner. We didn't do a lot that day, really. Um, as has been the case since. Red's Rum Treasure. There you go. Uh, and since, I had a pina colada. Since cruising started back up, the muster was a piece of cake. Real super easy. Um, a lot of fun. So or not, not fun, but it was quick, which makes it fun. Because <laughs> you don't have to, like, we literally, like, checked in. And I don't even think they showed us how to put a life. No, we walked over. They time. scanned us and said bye. Yeah, that was it. So we watched a video, I think, maybe on the TV or, I don't know, we're supposed we're to. supposed to. I don't know. But it, but it's fun. It was good. It was good. It was, it's one of the nice things that's come out of the pandemic and there's, there's not a lot of those. So yeah, um, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, what else did we do that day? We just kind of walked around the ship. We did the spa tour. If you've never oh, yeah. done a tour of the spa, it's, it's a little bit fun. It's a little bit pushy. It wasn't too pushy. It wasn't real pushy. No, this one wasn't too bad. But if you, if you go up on the first day, um, they'll do a, they'll do a spa tour and normally what happens is what happened with us. Uh, I wasn't sure if they changed things with COVID, but they, they got back to it if they did. Um, they'll take you around. They'll show you the different rooms and what they do in the rooms. There's a lot of woo, which I just kind of smirk at. But they'll give you like little um, examples of massage and stuff and put the hot stones on your arm and it's kind of fun, you know, mm -hmm. it smells good. It's kind of cool to see. And if, if you are interested in a, in a treatment, they're a little pricier than they would be on land, but you know, you're on a cruise. So why not? Well, and you, you get entered into like a raffle to win like yes. a certificate. So yes. if you're like real interested, then you could possibly lower the price by using that. Sometimes they are pushy um, and they try and get you to sign up. But if you say no, they're not like going to chase you down the hallway or anything. Um, and if you are interested in a spa treatment, a little cruise tip for you is to try and book it on possibly the first day, but also days when you're in port, they will often run sales on things because most people are off the ship. So they're trying to get business. So that's something you can do to help save a few dollars. Yeah. Yeah. There was a tip that somebody told us and we said that was a good tip. Did you write that down? Do you remember that? I don't. I don't remember what it was. I don't. Have so it doesn't really down. matter, I guess. I do not have anything written down. Okay. Now. Well, somebody said something when we thought that was a really good tip, and then we didn't write it down. <laughs> so you don't get to find out. If that was you, I keep looking back here for my soda. I don't know why. Not, I don't either. It's never over there. But. <laughs> All right. So we did the spa tour. Um. The spa tour. We went and we kind of just sat around a bit. Yeah. This so here's the thing. Okay, both of us have been on the Paradise before, but since then we've been on a lot of bigger, newer ships. And I I always say, you know, give me that old little ship, and that's all I need. And and I'm not detract retracting that statement or detracting it. But what I will tell you is, this is the first time I've ever been on a carnival ship. And felt a little underwhelmed. And and I think the decor, um, the lack of options, uh, it didn't by any means 
ruin the cruise. It was a great cruise, but it's the first time I ever noticed that on the ship. I, I agree. I feel like because we've recently been on all of these other ships with so much more going back mm -hmm. to the paradise. I yeah. was like, the size doesn't bother me. No size doesn't matter, <laughs> but, uh, Amenities. But amenities, it's what you can use on the I mean, anyway. It's um, how you use it. Yes. It's, how, <laughs> um, it's what's available for you to use. It's it's how many toys you have. Um I but, also yes. the layout of this ship, I forgot. I hate it oh, when yeah, the dining bad, room bad layout. is in the yeah. middle of a ship and yeah. you cannot walk through. I hate it so yeah. much. And I rough, forgot yeah. that was the same way on was it the Horizon that was like that? No, I think the Royal Caribbean one was like. Was that. it? There was another Brilliance ship, was like maybe. Brilliant, oh, brilliance. Anyway, um, yeah, I I hate that so much. I <laughs> it just frustrates me because we have to go up and over and down, or down and over, and it just irritates me. That doesn't really bother me, but I know it bothers you, and I know there's other people that that bothers, but. Uh, but I do enjoy when that's not this case, because that's one of the reasons why I like the spirit class. No, not the spirit class. The What's the pride? Is that spirit class? Mm -hmm. oh, the spirit class, because the layout, I think, is, and I don't even realize that's what it is, but I think I think that maybe I do realize it, because I think that is one of the things I like about it. Yeah. But, you know, there's no alchemy bar. There's just no, it's just missing a few odds and ends. Like I said, it's not a big deal. Um I would sail the paradise tomorrow, but it's got um, guys burgers and blue iguana now, yeah, yeah. which it didn't used to have. Right. Right. So, uh, but, but it, that was an interesting thing for me to, uh, it's, to have that. I would still say it's really great for a first time cruise or a new cruiser or a short cruise. Like we or had. a short cruise. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, if, if I'm going to plan a cruise out in the future and I'm going to take like a full week, I'm probably not looking at the, at the paradise. Right. Unless it's just got a really killer itinerary, I'm gonna look for a different ship. Um, but if it's a if it's a short cruise, just get out and yeah. you know I'm fine with it. It's still great. Um, but yeah, I'm spoiled. I think is what's going on. Yeah, I think I'm spoiled now for cruise ships. Wow, that's unfortunate, sort of. But um, yeah. Yeah, Stacy says the Carnival, Freedom, and Magic also have MDR in the way. So that's yeah, that's a thing. I think that once cruise ships figured out that they could do that better, now now everybody's spoiled as well, and uh -huh. they're like, oh, I hate this. But back in the day, it's like, well, I'm on a ship. This is why I have to do these things. Right. And now it's like, well, you no, you don't. So anyway, uh, but yeah, Carnival Paradise is a nice ship. It's one of the only fantasy class ships left. I think there's three left. And it's the second oldest ship, I want to say, that in Carnival's fleet. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, it's still in good shape. It's still uh, a nice ship. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right. When do we want to, when do we want to talk about our, we've got, we've got some gripes. Do we want to talk about that now? Or. Um, well. Let's the ship not having amenities is not a gripe. That's just it's just that a is fact. what it is, and it's okay. These are some gripes that that I think, um, I don't know. Maybe Carnival needs to address, and uh, and I love Carnival, so but these are things that are that are, that we notice that I've never noticed as much 
but I yeah. go ahead. Let's let's throw them in there real quick, and then we can get into the rest of the fun stuff. All right, because because it, it's a good it was a good cruise. So um, so first thing I'm going to talk about is there was there was a lot of things that happened on the ship that we felt like should have gotten the attention of staff and been the kibosh should have been put on it, and and it wasn't. And this was one of the weird things. This is like on the on the fantasy class ships. There are these little sitting and eating areas behind the buffet. So this is up on deck nine, I think. And uh, it's just a little railing. It's a beautiful place to sit. It's a great place to eat. It's one of my favorite things about the ship. Actually, it's it's a really. I didn't cool realize spot. what this picture was supposed to be. And then if you but if you look over my right shoulder, you will see that there was a family up here, and they had draped their swim gear, their towels over the railing on the back it, of the ship. It even looked like maybe some undies. It was not, it was, you're not supposed to do that in your stateroom. You certainly shouldn't do that on the back of the ship in the eating area of the buffet. Now it's, it's not even the fact that it's like, Ooh, gross. There's undies for me. For me, it's like your, your junk is going to fall off the ship and go into the ocean. And that's not, well. I don't like that. Yeah. And they were taking over like almost that whole side. Yeah. Like like other people couldn't sit was, over there. It was weird. It was weird. And and you know, we saw we saw carnival team members coming out there several times picking things up and stuff. Nothing was said to these people and and I don't I would think that was breaking policy. I don't think that's like a policy I mean, you're not to supposed have. to hang stuff over your balcony. Right. So this is like even worse. And this is like in a public area. And it's hanging like over the end of the ship. Like yeah. If it would have come off the balcony, it was going into the Gulf of Mexico yeah. or wherever. Um, so so the another thing that we noticed was there were there were a lot of kids on this cruise. And we, we've seen that before. But there were a lot of kids doing things that were out of control, which I do blame the parents for that. But the reality is you can't trust parents to take care of their children in this day and age, unfortunately. And so I felt like carnival staff should have done something about it. What I'm talking about is specifically is the, the piano that's set up in the, like across from the coffee area and stuff. Um, we saw in two different occasions, mm -hmm. kids come by and it's got the thing closed. They open it up. And they just start banging on the keys in the on the piano, and I'm like, if I was the pianist, is that what you're called, a pianist? Mm -hmm. I would be like, ticked because, I mean, I'm assuming that's a fairly sensitive piece of yeah instrumentation that you don't want a kid just banging on, and like we saw like several people walk by, and it was very obvious because it was very like annoying. Nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. So I don't know. But those are minor things. They didn't ruin our cruise. They were just things we were like, that's weird. Why don't they stop yeah. that? The thing that really annoyed us, and if you are on our Facebook group, Fantastic Cruising, uh, Fantastic, what's it called? The Fantastic Cruising Community. There you go. COVID brain. Um, I don't think that's the case. Was the marijuana. It's out of control. Um, I've smelled it before. Like when I've had a balcony and I get a whiff of it and that's annoying and I don't like that. Um, look, I don't care if you smoke pot. I, I don't, I don't care. You can smoke banana peels. I don't care that's your life, but I don't want to smell it. And it's also a fire hazard. And we smelled it in the hallway and we had a, an ocean view room in our cabin, like strong. 
like really strong pot smell, super frustrating. Um, it's super obvious. And, you know, we were complaining about it on Facebook and people were like, you should complain, you should complain. We, we didn't because after the second day it stopped. So we noticed it a little bit the first day. We're like, that's, is that what we think it is? And then the second day it was like bad. And we're like, this is ridiculous. And then we were kind of at that level. We're like, if it happens again, we're going to go complain. But <laughs> what happened was when we posted on Facebook that there, that, you know, we think that John healed has turned his reins over to Cheech and Chong. Um, we found a whole bunch of other people who had similar stories to share. And so uh, apparently that's a, that's a problem. Now, supposedly, and somebody's saying there's been people taken off the ship due to pot and drugs. Shocked people are willing to take that chance. Supposedly, they will fine you $500 for smoking in, in the cabin. Mm -hmm. And if you are caught with pot or any other illegal drugs, your butt will get thrown off at whatever port you're at. And you're at your own expense to get home. And I'm fine with that. That's probably pretty harsh. Um so they probably don't do that too often unless it's a pretty severe thing. I don't know. I've never, I know that's a thing, but I don't know of any situations where that's really happened. Maybe it has, and I just don't know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't follow that kind of story, but, and, and I don't necessarily want people to have that experience. I just want them to not bring their pot onto the ship and smoke it on the ship. Or, you know, if Carnival wants to make a place for that, then that's fine. But um, not yeah. in the room. No, no, not a fan. It's gross. It smells horrible. And, um, I, you know, I just, I don't want to walk into my stateroom and smell like I'm at like a Grateful Dead concert because I wouldn't go to a Grateful Dead concert. So, <laughs> sorry, that was just a little bit of punk rock jabbing at the hippies for me. But anyway, um, that was, our, those were our complaints. Those were our complaints. Yep. Didn't ruin the cruise. It was still a great cruise. Just, just something. I don't know. Have you guys run into that? Have you guys had to deal with either cigarettes or marijuana in your stateroom? I mean, I, it's, it's bad enough and you go outside on the balcony and smell it. But when it's literally like you walk in and you're like, it smells like somebody was smoking a joint in this room. It's just like, and you can't get out of it. Cause no. it's like, it's, yeah. And some people are very sensitive to smoke. Like for me, it just smells gross and I don't want to smell. Yeah. I don't want pot incense in my room. Um, but for some people that could be like a medical issue. I would imagine like definitely cigarette smoke. I've never smelled cigarette smoke in my room. Mm -mm. Like I've smelled it on the balcony and that's gross too. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, Meg says definitely had to deal with the pot before. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is this is not a problem I used to experience on cruise ships. It's a problem I've started to experience in the last like four years or so. Yeah, and it's I know pots become legal in a lot of places and it's become much more common. We smell it everywhere. I mean, sometimes our neighbors smoke it and our apartment smells like it. That's a whole other thing, but um, and that's fine. Whatever. I like I said, I don't care. But I don't. Can we just find a way? So can't you just eat it or something so I don't have to smell it? I don't know. Anyway. That, that, there's my rant. All right. Here's where we're at. We've got approximately 15 minutes to get through three okay. days and the cruise creature. All right. We can do it. All <laughs> right. So first sea day, what did we do? First sea day. What did we do? We, um, we had some pool time. Yeah. We got in the swimming pool. 
we we had a little hot tub time. A little hot tub time. Yeah, the hot tubs were, uh -huh. were nice and and warm. They were they, they were, were actually hot. They were a good temperature. Um, yeah. And that's where we got our our new cups. Oh yeah, the fish. The parrot fish. And the puffer. And the yeah, the, not puffer. The blowfish, as they say. Yeah. So it was good. It was a it was a nice, good, relaxing. Um, we went and sat in the library for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Which the library is really cool. Yes. On the Paradise. It's got like the ship models and stuff in there and the ceilings painted like a map. Like it's a really cool spot. That, it's a nice um, place. That I really like on that ship. The only, here's, here's what I'd say that I don't like about the library is in the evenings it's location. Because it's right where like the atrium is and they have mm -hmm. like the person always playing music. So like in the evenings when we were trying to figure out where to go to sit, my mind right. always went to the library, but then I was like, well, it's going to be so loud. I can't actually sit there and read. Yeah. It's right by the piano bar and stuff. Like yeah. That. So, so but yeah, I mean, I, th I think for, for a cruise ship, they're thinking the library is more of a daytime serenity yeah. place inside. And then at night, you know, you can go out on the deck or something, right. but but that's this ship doesn't have a lot of like decks out outer deck seating. No. So, but that's just because it's an older ship. And, and the Serenity that closes at like ten. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know why that that's a thing. But anyway, so yeah, we spent it's a nice just serenity. just kind of hung out, had some sun time, some shade time because I can't be in the sun that much. I burn. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. We drank our. But we actually did our six drinks that day. We did six, and we finished. We the, uh, the we last didn't finish a lot. We did half of the last one. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to bed because we were getting up the next day, bright and early to go to Cozumel, mm -hmm. which we love Cozumel Port. And so we got up, and we were surprised because we we woke up like an hour early, and we were already docked an hour early. And people were getting off the ship an hour early. And we were like, what's going on? An hour early. And then we got off the ship and we went to find our excursion. And they were like, oh, good. Yeah, sign in. You're going to meet and start in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And we're like, but we're an hour early. And they're like, no, no, you're not. You're right on time. We're like, no, no, we're an, we're an hour early. No, you're not. And then I'm like practically arguing with these other people. They're like, no, it's because it's central. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, central time is behind. And so finally they got through to me or or something got through to me. And we realized that our phones changed time to central time. Which has never happened before. And I feel stupid because I know that's like a rookie mistake. But yeah, yeah it's but, never but here, done When it. it's in airplane mode? Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Nor have I. So... I don't know. Both of our phones did it and they've never done and it before. And other people's did it too. It wasn't yeah. just us because there were um, some of our dinner people showed up an hour late. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was a thing. Something's, or something like that. Something's changed maybe with, I don't know, we're on Apple. So I don't know. But so, <laughs> so learn from our rookie mistake. Um, either have a non smartwatch because smartwatches, aren't that's they're too smart for their own good or if you have an iphone i'm sure you can do this on android as well there is a setting that i found where you can turn the auto change time off and you can tell it which time zone 
you want it to be in. And I did that with my phone after that experience and it stayed the correct time the rest of the cruise. So um, I would recommend doing that if you're on a cruise that's going to be crossing time zones. And I would also have another watch to compare it to. You can compare it to the ship time on the TV, but then you're like, if you have like an actual physical watch, that's not a smart watch. You can, for me, that just gives me that peace Mm -hmm. of mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it caused a lot of confusion. Luckily, luckily, we woke up before our alarm went off because if we woke up when our alarm was supposed to go off, we would have missed our excursion. Yeah, yeah, and that would have really been frustrating. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, you you can yeah, and and uh, Dan is confirming you can do that with Andrew. I'm sure I'm like I'm sure you can. You can do the same stuff. So uh, so just be aware of that. Uh, because that's a mistake that if somebody told me about that mistake, I'd have been like, I know that. What do you think? I just cruised once. Well, 20 cruises later, I made that mistake. So don't, yeah. don't, make it's that just mistake. never happened. That's what was yeah. weird to me. It's never happened before. Yeah. But apparently there's always a first time for everything. So we, so we booked an excursion. We did. We were contemplating between the whale sharks and the dive, the two tank dive and Chonkanob. And then we didn't do any of those. Uh, and I'll explain why. Uh, the whale shark one is really cool and we will do it at some point. However, it takes so long to get to Cancun from Cozumel and that's where you have to go that you, you literally spend every second of your port time going to or coming back from this excursion and i wanted to go the port in cozumel is really cool whether you're on royal caribbean or carnival or some of the other lines but especially royal caribbean and carnival the the port areas are really nice and there's a lot of cool shops and stuff in there and i really wanted to do that i wanted to get something for my mom uh for her birthday and i was planning on getting something for my dad for father's day but they didn't have what i was looking for unfortunately but um so we, we decided, and it's also the beginning of whale shark season. So I didn't know what our odds were of seeing a shark. Um, so we, we decided to put that one on hold. Uh, then the two tank dive or Chonkanob, two tank dive, um, we were going back and forth. It's a little bit deeper than Kimber's Dove and, and it's a drift dive. And so we weren't sure some of the specifics. And then we also heard that um, our friend, um, was on the cruise before us and her two tank dive got canceled because they didn't have enough people signed up for it. So we're like, well, let's just not do the dive. So then it's like, well, we got a Chonkanob. We love Chonkanob, but we thought let's try something different. Like we're going to be back in Cozumel in March. Let's try something different. So I wanted to get on the reef, even though we weren't going on the dive. So we found a, an excursion which was a um, catamaran sail and snorkel. Um, it's a VIP catamaran sail and snorkel, small group. So we chose this one. It was a little more expensive because it said small group. And from the reviews, it sounded like it was under 20 people on this mm-hmm. catamaran, which sounded pretty good. Yep. You got some light eating and unlimited drinks. And it wasn't real clear if they were taking you to one stop or two. So... <laughs> So we, so we booked it and, uh, and we went to get on this excursion. We got, we didn't get there late. Well, we were, we showed up to like where the meeting spot is and 
there were a few people there and then yeah. more people showed up mm -hmm. and then a few more people showed up two different ships uh, converging on this yeah and uh yeah so so we're we're looking around and other people are looking around going this is a small group right like our ticket also said something different than the cruise than the excursion we were booked on it said like champagne thing our wristband our wristband which it wasn't that but that so anyway we were like what's happening here i think there was some kind of mix-up and they overbooked it but they took all of us and they were like what 20 28 28 people on one that 20 would have been like the max it was a small catamaran but everybody was friendly, and so they were partying. Like, they were, like, really into partying, which is fine. Um, but it wasn't what we expected. But then we thought, who cares? We're going to have fun. It'll break us out of our shell. Because uh, these people were super friendly, and, and they and they looked like a fun group to hang out with. And, uh, and then we'll go snorkeling. So they start divvying out the gear, you know. Who needs a mask? Everybody but Kimber and I need a mask. Who needs a snorkel? Everybody but Kimber and I need a snorkel. Who needs fins? We decided, let's not take our fins. We're just going on this. They're going to give us fins. We're looking at pictures. They're not giving us those stupid little baby fins. From the pictures, it looked like normal fins you would get. They give us baby fins. They're little baby fins. Okay, that's fine. It's a drift snorkel. I can handle it. Then they show me this. It's not a snorkeling vest, the thing of my disdain. No, no, this is way worse. It's like a belt, a flotation belt. And like I'm, that foamy, like yeah, real life jacket like, kind of like, like stuff. Like this tall buckle belt. And I'm looking at it and I look at the girl who seemed very unsure of herself. <laughs> it was, she was very nice. And I said, do I have to wear that while I'm snorkeling? <laughs> And she said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, so I guess I can't swim underwater. She did say I could take it off and hand it to her. Yeah. Technically, but I'm not going to do that on a drift snorkel. You know, like, so I'm like, okay, put on your big boy pants. Don't let this bother you too much. Um, you got to wear the belt, but, you know, you can see or whatever. So we do a drift snorkel. What is a drift snorkel? You get in the water. You drift with the group. With so the we, current. We had to stay in the group mm -hmm. with the current. It wasn't a terrible current. And then the boat follows you, and then you get back on the boat. Great. Except instead of going out to the actual reef, we're just going along the shore. So the coral was like le way less than we would have seen at Chonkanob. And we're in this massive group of people, most of who are just floating like tops, not even looking underwater. And... Um, the whole thing lasted 20 minutes. Maybe. Maybe. And then normally you're snorkeling. You can kind of like day dally and some people get on the boat, but I'm the last person on the boat. Not this time because everybody's got, got to get back on because it's a drift. So 20 minutes of meh snorkeling. And then we're like, okay, now they're going to feed us and give us drinks. Wait a minute. Don't we have another spot? Well, the another spot was not a snorkeling spot. So it was like the whole thing was four hours, mm -hmm. right? And it only took us probably 20, 30 minutes to get to the first snorkeling. Site. Yeah. And then we spent like an hour 
traveling up to another area, which was just shallow water. And everybody got off of the boat um, and they had like some flotation things, like some mm-hmm. paddle boards. Paddle boards. And- I actually didn't have to wear the belt there. I don't know why. It was like the same depth and everything where I was. But there was no current. There was a little bit of a current. Yeah. But the same, not much less. Yeah, than, I know. Anyway, I was able to swim underwater and we did see some cool stuff there. Although it was mostly just seagrass, just one little structure. And I saw more of that than I did. Well, I would have seen more in the other one if I could have swam underwater and spent yeah. more time there. But anyway, then we got back on the boat after about 10 minutes. Yes, about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we rode all the way back and got off the boat. Um, they did give us like rum punch and like the drinks were flowing. Oh, they were good. The group that was with us, they were like getting their money's worth. They oh, were, yeah. Like, they were drinking a lot. We drank a decent amount. But um, and the food, I, I'm not going to judge the food because it was seafood and pasta. And I don't like either of those things. So I don't think it's fair for me to judge this because and they had guacamole and chips, which were fine. Um, but, you know, if you if you like seafood and pasta, it might have been great. I don't know because I don't eat seafood and I don't really like pasta. So did you like the pasta? It was fine. It was okay. It I mean, like... it wasn't like the best pasta in the world, but yeah. I mean, I took some bites. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that was it. We got back. We had plenty of time to, uh, to do our shopping, mm-hmm. which is good. Now, look, I mean, all in all, I don't know what, what, did, what would you one out of 10, what would you rate that excursion? I'd probably make it a six. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably give it for most people. I would say it's a six or a seven for me. It was like a three or a four. Yeah. I mean, some things that could make it better. I'd say actually a small group. Cause it's like, we paid extra right. for it to be a small group and we got no compensation for it being a mistake on yeah, someone's I'm, end. I'm pretty sure they screwed up. I mean, they they were running around with clipboards and talking to each other and trying to figure things you out. You could tell there was something. There was, was something happening. wrong. Yeah. Um. So the fact that it was 28 people, um, which I mean for us, we ended up going into the back of the boat with like one other little family we had, group. We had shade, which was we good. had shade. Other people Everybody else was that. like crowded in the front. Yeah. Um. So for us, it didn't feel super crowded. If we were yeah. in the front, it probably would have. Um, Oh yeah. I would have been miserable up there. Also, I got burnt on this excursion Mm -hmm. because I decided, Hey, this is a short cruise. I'm not going to wear my long sleeve rash guard and my long swim pants that I always wear and be the only person that's like totally fully clothed. I'm going to wear my normal swimsuit stuff. Well, that was a mistake, (laughs) but that wasn't their mistake. It wasn't, but still. Yes, and they and by the way, Mexico is very particular about um, wearing sunscreen in coral reef areas. So keep that in mind. You know, rash guards are a good idea. Yeah, um, or they they won't, they, they won't put it on on the boat on the boat. So and you're not technically supposed to have have it. So, um, but yeah, I I mean, for people that were expecting to go on and just have like a party time on a catamaran. The reviews on this were really good. Like yeah. there's a lot of reviews. They're all really good. Um, so maybe we're not the right people to judge it. Uh, I don't regret that we did it. I'm glad we did it to try it out, something different. But um, now we know 
it's if you're like us, it's not for you. If you just want to go on a catamaran and drink and have fun, and jump in the water one or two times. Water times, it's great. Um, I'd say do that in Aruba and have a, even more fun. But um, but yeah, it, it is what it is what it is, you know. So that's that's how that went. That yeah. was our excursion. Then we went into the port. I got some hot sauce. Got some rum cakes. Got some rum cakes. I got a birthday present from my mom that I still haven't shipped yet because we have to figure out how we can ship it without it breaking. Um, and I've been out all week. But um, but that was good. You know, we had fun mm -hmm. in port, which is what kind of I wanted. I really wanted to spend some time in that port. I really like that port and all the shops and stuff there. Um, oh, I got a bracelet, which oh, yeah. I showed last week. Yeah, the Dia de las Muertes uh -huh. uh, bracelet, which was very pretty. And um, yeah. Yeah, we probably, Stacey's saying, oops, Stacey's saying we probably, where'd it go? There it goes. We probably could have gotten a partial refund. I thought about that. I thought about going and complaining to guest services, but, you know, I think, I think that part of it was our expectations did not line up with the excursion. And I don't, completely blame them for that although it is kind of advertised that way and i think the other thing was just a weird kerfuffle and i just was like whatever i mean it's fine it's fine no dan i don't i don't like pasta very much i mean some like mac and cheese is okay but that's about it anyway um but yeah so we we did see some cool stuff we did see some cool uh animals which were going to be the cruise creature uh, that we're going to talk about but Let's wrap up the rest of the cruise before we do that. Mm. Then... Okay, so the last day was another sea day. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, we found a spot in the main atrium. And uh, you played a game on your iPad. Yeah. And I read. Yeah, so just relax. My, one of my, I'm trying to, to like do more wellness-like things. And one of my goals is to read a book each month. So, um his Majesty's Dragon is uh, the first book in the Timoraire series. Yes, which is one of my favorite series. So um, she's reading it. So if that's you, the book that I've decided to start reading. The Timoraire series is basically takes place during the Napoleonic, the end of the Napoleonic Wars, but there's dragons. So it's I love I love it. If you like fantasy and you like historical fiction, um, it's really cool. And there's a lot of social messages in it it's it's a really it's a really good book series i think but anyway yeah yeah so i read a lot because he yeah i mean like like we said before there's not a ton of amenities but that was kind of okay because i wanted yeah. to read i mean that's the that's the the perk of a small older ship is there's not a lot to do so you end up with that downtime which is good. Sometimes that's a good thing. And I think forces that think relaxation. It, yeah, I think it was a, a good thing for us. We did do a trivia. I don't know if you want to talk about oh, it. We did we did Harry Potter trivia. I mean, we did two trivias. The first one was science trivia, which was not very science. -y. No, it wasn't very science -y at all. Um, and then we did Harry Potter trivia, which I did not win. She almost won. This this trivia, you know, we were like, is Harry Potter trivia going away? They crammed. I've never seen so many people at a trivia ever. Like it was a full house, one of their little bars. And it was just packed, 
packed. People sitting all over the floor packed. I mean, it was really packed. And um, there were 27 points. Mm-hmm. You got 25. Mm-hmm. And only two people got 26. Nobody got 27. So there were only two people that got 26. And then they had to have like a question off thing or something. So, yeah. It was a sad day for Kimbra. Yeah. So I don't really want to talk about it. Maybe, maybe after, you know, a couple episodes, we could talk about the questions that I missed. Yeah. We're going to get Tony on here and see if he knows. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about it right now because it's still upsetting to me. It's still too fresh. The wound is too fresh. Oh, I do have a paradise ship on a stick. Oh, so you didn't need it anyway. Why do you even care? But it's not one of the new ones. (laughs) So. Okay. So, um, Okay, so then the that was the last day. Yep, and then Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning is when we sadly had to get off the ship and uh, walk into work. Yes, we went straight from the ship to work. Got there on time. We're supposed to be at work between eight and eight thirty. Uh, we were there by eight. We were there at seven forty-five. Yeah, we were we were off the ship. It was super fast, and. Um, yeah, it it was it was not that bad. I think Tuesday was worse for me than Monday. Honestly, like Monday, I was I was thinking it was going to be so horrible to get off the ship and go to work, and it and I'm not saying that I loved that experience, but it wasn't bad enough that I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, I would do it again. I I'd probably do it again. I mean, yeah. we didn't have to take a lot of time off work. We got to no. go on a cruise. Yeah, it was fine. I, I read like more than half of that book. It, so I had plenty of time to read. It that would was have, nice. If it would have been like an eight night cruise or a seven night cruise, that probably would have been a little bit rougher. But um, being that it was a four night cruise and we didn't do a lot, like I felt like it was fine. Yeah. Like it was just like a weekend and we were coming back in and we didn't have to drive to work. So it was, it was okay. Um, <laughs> It did suck a little bit though, but it, it, like I said, it was worth it. It was worth it. I don't regret that we did that. Yeah. I, I thought maybe I would. I don't. I don't regret that we did that. I would do it again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's hit the cruise creature. We'll not hit them. Please don't hit animals. You get stung. Okay, the cruise creature, the creature that we saw in the grassy area, in the grassy knoll of, of our second stop, was none other than... The yellow stingray. As she tries to take a drink. The yellow stingray. I will put a photograph up from the video clip here, which is very green, even though I edited it. But there actually are yellow. Um, yellow stingray, one of my favorite animals to see on a cruise and um one of my favorite stingrays i love yellow. they might be my favorite stingray actually they're really cool i love yellow stingrays they're pretty small they only get about 14 inches in size they're very round they're much rounder than like our southern stingrays like the big portobello mushroom ones and um a lot of the other stingray species that people normally would see in florida and the caribbean they're they're a lot rounder but they have the beautiful yellow to white background, or sometimes they're kind of the splotches and then 
a dark brown or green, really a little bit variable. They can change their pattern colors a little bit with chromatophores to blend in, but just a beautiful cryptic animal. It's really cool. Really cool. And I've got another picture of one. This one I didn't take though. And the reason I've got this is because if it looks green, it's because these animals are biofluorescent. And, and just to explain what that means, it's different than bioluminescent. So bioluminescent, like an anglerfish means that that animal has some way of creating light. And in the case of the anglerfish, it's actually a symbiotic bacteria that, um, that lives in their little angler thing. But in other cases, the animals actually have the chemicals to, to produce light themselves. Think of a firefly as another example of a bioluminescent animal that's not using a bacteria that it's culturing on its body. But, but these are not bioluminescent. Bioluminescent means that they light up. Biofluorescent means that they're fluorescent. So for, you know, for the pot smokers out there, it's like when they, when they wave the black light around and everything glows. Like a yellow highlighter like a yellow highlighter, um, they will glow. And there's a lot of animals that do this. There's a lot of marine animals that do this. There are a lot of mammals in Australia that glow. Do you know that? No. They, they are biofluorescent. And science hasn't really figured that one out yet completely. There's it's a lot of theories as to if there's an adaptative advantage to that. And it may be, it may be that... Um, animals that see in those spectrums of light, it provides more camouflage for them as predators or prey. It could be that the animals themselves see in those spectrums and they can see each other and communicate some way through uh, coloration or something. But the reality is we don't really know for sure. Uh, and it may not be the same reason for all species. But yeah, platypus fluoresce and there's a bunch of animals that fluoresce. Hmm. Yeah. And not just in Australia. It's not just an Australian thing, but, uh, but pretty, pretty cool. Right. Pretty neat. Now, one of the cool things that I learned about the yellow stingray, cause I'm like, well, what am I going to say about on their stingray? They have a little bit thicker tail. They've got a big pronounced dorsal fin on the back. Uh, they do have a barb. I'm going to say their barb is further down Barb's on their tail. almost at the end of the tail, whereas a lot of stingrays, it can be different on different stingrays, but like the big southern stingrays, it's pretty close to the base, a little bit down from the base. Other stingrays, like uh, an eagle ray, it's like right at the base of the tail. Um, so that varies from species to species. But um, I don't know if wombats fluoresce when you say wombats, but they probably do. They probably do because it's a lot of Australian mammals. But um, but they do something really cool. So they eat fish, they eat little invertebrates, crustaceans, things like that. And apparently one of the ways that they will find their food or get their food is besides just like foraging through the sand and the muck is they will actually kind of curve their body to make a little cave, which entices the little shrimp or whatever into the cave to hide. Little fish comes into the cave to hide and then they eat them. Oh, and that's pretty cool, right? Right, like I could do that if pizza was a living thing, and I could somehow lure it in. That I would do that. It looks like wombats do fluoresce they based do. on the googling that Kimbra has just done. So there you go. <laughs> They're fluorescent, but yeah, if you are if you're anywhere in Florida, the Caribbean, there's a good chance you're going to see one of these. They hang out in shallow water. They're usually near coral reefs, but you will see them in grass flats 
and stuff. I've seen them in NASA. I've seen them in the Keys. I've seen them in Cozumel. I've seen them uh, a bunch of places. Uh, they're probably the second most common. They're definitely the second most common stingray species I see behind the southern stingray. And honestly, um, they're a close second. Like I see a lot of yellow stingrays at Chonkanob. I've been to Chonkanob at times and seen like eight or 10 of these things. And apparently there's a place in Jamaica where they will gather in large groups underneath the mangrove trees where the birds walk. And the, and the theory is, again, this is a theory. They don't know exactly what's going on here yet, but the birds, there's a lot of like snowy egrets and stuff that walk in there and they poop. And that poop is actually um, attracting a lot of invertebrate life. And then the stingrays are coming in for the, for the hmm. invertebrates. So, you know, that's the, that's the crap. That's, that's the, I'd say something else, but my mom's probably listening. So, <laughs> so yeah, yellow stingray. There's, there's our cruise creature for you guys. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we got? Do you want to do our other, you had a couple other pictures. Did you want to show those? Do I? Yeah. Do I? Oh yes. Tell us about this, Kimbra. If, um, you're, if you're listening, it's a, it's alcohol. Well, I was going to say that. Oh, okay. uh, this was my favorite drink on the cruise. It was called the. <laughs> I could have told you a minute ago. The blue something. No, it was. Um, it's like a pina colada with curacao in it. And Midori. And Midori. So it's like melon, citrus, and pina colada frozen. Oh my gosh. What is the name of this drink? Probably uh, the, too many of them. It looks like maybe somebody blended a Smurf in a pina colada. Like the Smurf got into the pina colada. <laughs> um, my goodness. It's like the name of like a storm or something. Um, the Twilight Zone, which is not a storm. No, it's not. It's a, it's a TV show. and. <laughs> And also a, a depth level. I could not oh, for the, the I level. could not for the life of me think of that. Um, it was delicious. Yeah, you liked it a lot. You did like it a lot. Um, my favorite treat on here. Oh, that's weird with me in the picture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, yes, the strawberry chocolate soft serve there, which I was thoroughly enjoying. You only had one of those. I did have more than one soft serve, didn't I? Yes, but that was the only one of those that mm -hmm. you had. I had to take it easy because we were dieting up until this cruise, and then we went a little crazy. Yeah, we, we, we struggled a little bit. We did a little bit of rookie eating on this cruise. There's a picture of us. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then you took this picture of me taking a video. Looks like it's a video that I've got there based on that little red mark on my phone. And we thought that was kind of a cool, cool shot. So... There you go. Overall, I know we griped about a few things, but really don't take that as um, don't take that the wrong way. We really did enjoy this cruise quite a bit. We love the paradise. We love Carnival and we love Cozumel. And we really had it was a great four night cruise. It was a good time. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. I think I'm all talked out. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Music instead of the ending credits. Let's try again. <laughs> Whoops, there's a blue.
All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, hey, look, I think we're going to start doing that where we're going to put up comments during the, if you're listening, this doesn't mean anything to you, but um, that was kind of fun. And I just thought of it like three quarters of the way through, but um, if we get towards the end, if you guys want to put fun, fun things, it doesn't have to be like great show and stuff, although we do appreciate that, but uh, fun comments or whatever, um, we will pop them up during the credits. Yeah. That's, that's fun. That was fun. <laughs> you like really got into that. I was like, this is kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, there's me looking for my drink behind me again. No bourbon this week because I'm on the diet. Yeah, I haven't drank anything since we got off the ship. Have we talked about the diet? I don't even know if we've mentioned that. I don't think we have. And then I don't, I didn't have any, I think I had one with JT on the podcast before we cruised. But Yeah. Uh, we started Weight Watchers. Yes. And we're so, watching our weight. Yeah. Watching it slip away into the ether. Hopefully. It's it's slipping. Our weight's slipping. Slowly. I've I've lost some weightage. Even while it's sitting happening. on the couch all week? Even even with, yeah. I have actually. I'm a, I'm ahead of schedule. Wow. I know, I don't know how, just because I haven't been eating anything. Well, you need to eat, man. Well, I mean, I I did today because you made me go to Chick-fil-A. You had options. <laughs> You made your choice. I made my choice, and now I have to sleep in it. Yes, you do. 